Hello. How are you? Hello, everybody. Let's get to another real American story here, talking about a film that probably many or most of you have seen, The Gangs of New York, a 2002 Scorsese joint. Uh, (laughs) I've only watched it a few times versus like Titanic or The Patriot that we've previously done. And I just rewatched it just to be like, just to remind myself how I felt about it. And I still don't like it. (laughs) Oh, I, I, I love it so much. Do you? I I absolutely adore it. It is a very much a man movie. That's the thing that I think (laughs) I finally have accepted in my adult years is with the exception of the departed and goodfellas. I don't really enjoy Scorsese movies. I just don't. That is fair. And that's fair. That's a hot take, but it's fair. And, you know, Scorsese is, is a, he's a, he's a living legend, but you know, sure. it's like every movie he's he makes is like a top five for like a guy between 18 and 45. You know, it's I just know. It's this red meat male gaze, but also like the male violence and the, it's you know, super grit. hyper, uh, patriarchy very very unkind to women in most of the films female characters are barely important in most of his movies one dimensional always very much so um and yeah they they rate for me they range from being like really enjoyable and rewatchable to Mm -hmm. i will never watch this movie again that movie of course being the irishman which is one of the worst movies i've ever seen which I yes, hated that movie. <laughs> loathe that movie with every fiber of your being. It's it still holds a a higher place in the ranking for me. Um, but it is too long, just like Gangs of New York. It's too long, first of all, and and too old as well. <laughs> the actors. <laughs> the, the, only CGI we, the only CGI we see in Gangs of New York is like some smoke, some cityscapes, some ships. Some yeah. cannons, yeah, some beards, maybe, you know, some artificial stubble. I don't know. Um, the thing with the de-aging, and I remember we talked about it at the time, because I think it was 2020, so we were all watching it, like, at it home. And I remember you and I talked about this, where I was like, the de-aging was kind of cool, but then you would see them move, and you're like, oh, but they still move like guys that are 70 years yeah. old. How do we de-age um, Robert De Niro's knees, okay? Because like, he's like... <laughs> when he's fighting, and he's like... Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> that hurt you more than it hurt that guy, okay? <laughs> Your toe is broken. <laughs> no, it's for real. But, you know, and that and he couldn't make that movie without having made all these other crazy movies and, you know, gotten this place. And apparently Scorsese was trying to make this movie, Gangs of New York, for 25 years. Um, I, long story. Wild. Yeah. yeah. So what's what's really funny that I didn't realize until I was like doing like a little bit of research on this is I didn't realize it was 2002. So we are still in that tiny little chunk of years of like 90s, 90s, late 90s into the early, early 2000s. The Patriot had just happened. And I know. apparently apparently the movie was supposed to be released in 2001, but was delayed mm-hmm. to 2002. And, um, you know, it's a great subject, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's very rah, rah America, you know, um, very it's fast a, it, and loose, very fast and loose with the time period, like these, the course of events. Yeah. So let's, 
let's start at the top of the film itself. So the movie is based on a book called The Gangs of New York, which in and of itself is also controversial for being incredibly historically inaccurate and having a lot of um, just made up shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The book, the book's from 1927, Herbert Asbury. And yeah, it's very like, Asbury was a journalist. So apparently yeah. a lot of the stories are kind of cooked, kind of folkloric. And that's the kind of thing that Scorsese reads like, oh yeah, this is really cool. I want, I want oh, I to do it. this. Yeah. yeah. Like eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> <My squeezy> eyebrows. <laughs> where is where is uh where's Fran Leibowitz when you need her? So I've I've never read it either, but what I do know about this particular subject matter, there is already a lot of folklore around the actual gangs of New York. And so some yeah. of the the gangs that are made up in the book and in the movie were also made up even at the time in newspapers. The only one that I really knew much about when I first saw the movie or knew anything about it was um, the Bowery Boys. Yes, they get, they're the big they're the biggest ones. And yeah. They're, of course, another podcast, The Bowery Boys. Well, they are um, a podcast, that's, yeah. a, that's a play on the, the actual gang that was around. Um, yeah, the and I know the them because of other riots that they started in New York yes. City at the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so, The Bowery Boys and the Dead Rabbits had a spat in the 1850s. Yeah. There's, the, there's the Atlantic crew. There's like all these, yeah. the, the Atlantic guard, like all these crazy, very xenophobic American, like star spangled banner oh, waivers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so let's get in, let's get into the main like theme of the movie is yes, um, xenophobia. <laughs> yeah, it's xenophobia like- Xenophobia and it, racism. <laughs> it makes so much sense that in New York City, this, this strip of uh, this island, this narrow island, where so many tribes of people in the movie they describe at one point them as tribes and there's tribes, so many native american overtures and overtones which i would love to discuss um yeah but it makes so much sense that with all these groups in this confining space it's so hard to define one's space for one's people and so the gang yeah. becomes the best way to like solidify or expand or defend turf an area where your people whether they be irish you know, nativist, white Anglos, whatever they may be, um, can defend themselves. And they really become huge in the 1820s through the 60s. Yeah. So it really is, um, you know, if you were to look at Scorsese's films as a whole, this is really like the start. <laughs> if you want to consider like the gangs of New York. Yeah. It's kind of the source material. From what I've read, like generally speaking at the time, the one of the main just discrepancies between the film and reality is the level of violence was not quite there correct <laughs> they weren't like we think of gangs today as being extraordinarily violent high death counts and it seemed like scorsese used the crips and the bloods or something as his inspiration for the characters of gangs of new york versus what they actually would have been like which was yeah more fighting through the political machines at the time and that's when things would get the most violent was during voting time in new york yes but they would for the most part there were never these gory horrible horrible battles right and that's what the scene opens with is in the first part of the movie is 1846 oh. and oh my god that scene, scene i had forgot is, yeah the bloody snow um, Liam Neeson as the father figure, Priest Valen. It's a huge army. There's like 80 on 150 people there Can fighting just... with like 
Anchorman style. Yeah. Oh yeah. Liam oh yeah. Pause. Totally. Liam Neeson pause. I need, to, I need to pause for Liam. <laughs> Something about him in that, that collar, huh? I have so I I should talk to a therapist about my feelings around him in that <laughs> collar. <laughs> like <laughs> he's just the tallest drink of water. I want to climb him like a tree. <laughs> he's like <laughs> stunningly <laughs> handsome in in that movie. Like it's just his peak hotness for him. I think is like two thousand. He's or got so. the he's got the tight Irish curl, which we see oh. a lot of in this movie. That Irish hair. Yes. And, and I am a like, sucker for goofy facial hair. I love giant chops. Crazy I'm, I'm facial in. hair. Crazy I'm facial hair. Discordant <laughs> patterns. Lots of patterns. <laughs> lots of stripes and plaids. Um, oh, and yeah, well, we'll, come, the, to, we'll come and, to everybody else. In the 60s. And he's got this, yeah. he's got this like Celtic cross knife thing. Like this amazing weapon, you know, which is straight out of like Grindhouse. It's oh, so yeah. gory. It's so cool. It's very... Tarantino-y, you know, like Kill Bill that's, almost that's bloody. The whole opening scene is yeah. way more Tarantino-esque in yeah. the gore level, but also like the blood is like this red-orange color rather than it being like, you know, the, a, like a deep, deep realistic red. Just so get ready for those, for those TNT reruns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when they turn <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Um, uh, one part that I forgot, which is so brutal, was a guy literally sticks his fingers in a guy's cheek and rips his cheek open. <laughs> that was horrible. Like, Jesus Christ. And there's this, this kind of brutal. And there's some really interesting music choices, as always, with this in the beginning. That first, I hate that the first, music in this movie. the first fight. Yeah, it's it. got the weird grainy. It's very like uh, under the bed. Uh, what is it? Um, the other movie that was like a desert movie. Um, anyway, um, but there's yeah, a very common trope of that period of like the the high paced action, like really gritty, like slow, like like cl close, like like and this, like someone's doing this. Yeah, with the <laughs> it's really a lot. And yeah, the music is a choice. But what I like is that that is the only really discordant music choice. The rest of the music in the film is so period and so good. Yeah, and there I, were and moments when I was watching where I'm like, it's really operatic. It's like. It's grand, yeah. you know? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I didn't understand the purpose of that choice. I didn't, <laughs> I don't, it doesn't really go with the scene to me. Um, but yeah, so that opening scene really fucking sets the stage for the insanity that is this movie. Um, yes. And I don't feel the need to really go down the, the plot, but we can talk about the characters a little bit, I think. I would love to. Um, yeah, so the fight happens because, I'll simply to remind you all, because there's these two warring factions. You have the natives, who are people, men, I should say, not people, because women, <laughs> who cares about them? Men who live in New York, who are native New Yorkers. And yes. so they consider themselves natives. They don't like that all these Irish immigrants have come in. Um, they certainly don't like black people. And so on the other side, you have... <laughs> these Irish immigrants living in tune with black people, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> also in these catacombs of New York that don't exist. 
I wish they did, my darlings. They do not. There is no such thing as that kind of... You have Manhattan schist, you have sewage, you have poop. You do not have this catacomb where you can secret away your hiding, your and fighting now, hordes. And now we have subway tunnels, but they did not then. So no, there's, no. There's no grand underground concourse. But apparently the the brewery building, which was the building for which the catacombs was the basement, was real. And I buy that. the, That's yeah, the brewer, the old brewery was around from like the revolutionary period through the 1850s. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. now this is where Asbury comes in. He says that when the building was demolished in 1852 or something, they found bones and human remains in the I basement. I remember this. Yeah. And yeah, apparently yeah, the basement yeah, yeah. was very apparently the basement was big, but not that big. Um, yeah. But it was true that like a thousand <laughs> people lived in that building during the tenement days in the 1840s and 50s. So it was this disgusting old brewery that people lived in, disgusting hovel. Um, yeah, but I yeah it didn't, it. didn't contain these massive tunnels underneath the ground. Right. So those are the two. These. This is the main fight in the movie is yes. people who feel like New York is theirs. This particular area known as the Five Points, and all, and that is real. Five yes. Points are real. These ver these different groups these gangs are real even if the names aren't necessarily right or the amount of gangs isn't right and they're all fighting for these slums essentially in what would be chinatown now yes. um and and luke you brought it up really really well in that when you already have so little and other people start showing up you're gonna fight about it <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know, so it's it stands to reason that there and and the natives specifically, you know, you're not on their side because they're clearly racist, xenophobic, garbage people. Yes, correct. And they and they start the fight. They're the ones who have been attacking the Irish immigrants literally the second they get off the ship. They are throwing shit at them, hurling insults <laughs> at them, threatening them. Like yes, it's ridiculous. So that's. That's the core conflict of the film.